0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Rangeless Travel Podcast. We're your favorite adventure travel couple, me, Britt, and my partner, Ryan, and every week we share stories and tips to help inspire you to book that next trip. This week, we are sharing about how we spent the last six months in Southeast Asia and Asia, where we went right, and where we might've went a little bit wrong. And then we are sharing our dream itineraries in Southeast Asia, so if we were to go back, how we would travel it, and how we would see that area of the world. So back in January, What day did we fly out? January 4th. 4th. We flew on a one-way ticket from New York to Hanoi, Vietnam. And we planned on spending one month in Vietnam. And originally five months total in Southeast Asia.
1: Yeah, that grew a little bit.
0: Uh, Very quickly grew to six months. And then we'd have to come back. So for reference, I travel on a U.S. passport.
1: And I travel on an Irish passport.
0: Yes, just for reference for when we talk about visas and things like that. That's what we're traveling on so we applied for the 30-day visa like e-visa before you get there for vietnam which is pretty standard but they do have different options options in visas but we did one month we rode from hanoi the hajang loop and then down to ho chi minh city
1: right and it took us pretty much the whole month
0: yeah you need a month to do it you can do it in two weeks but like you're just flying and you're not doing the hajang loop in two weeks
1: no but I wouldn't change pretty much any of that part of the trip. That was really, really fun, and it was amazing.
0: See, I did that. I've done that ride twice, and both times I was disappointed with Delat. I am so sorry. I know so many people love Delat, but for me, it's rainy. It's kind of cold. Like it's just not. It's not what I wanted. But instead of going inland into Delat into the mountains, you can also say straight. The people that we rent the motorbikes from, Style Motorbikes, they always advise to not go straight by the ocean because they pull over a lot of tourists over there for speeding and they write a lot of tickets and you have to pay off a lot of bribes. But with the speed that I go, like, I don't know. I just, like, feel like I'm not going to get pulled over. But maybe that's just, like, me being like, I'm invincible. I'm not getting pulled over. But I wanted to go see the sand dunes. So there's a town down there that is... There's sand dunes by the beach. There's like a big yoga expat community. And like, I just have skipped that twice now. So that's the only thing I would change is I'd go there instead of Dalat.
1: Right, I actually liked Dalat. It wasn't my favorite place, but the drive in to Dalat, I really liked. Yeah. Like coming from the north into Dalat was really, really nice drive. But it was downpouring at the time. Yeah. We were stuck in the rain. It was freezing cold, but the scenery was amazing. Going through these mountain passes, all the clouds around. There's waterfalls everywhere. Waterfalls everywhere. It was really cool.
0: It's beautiful, but I've done it twice, both times, in the rain.
1: Yeah. The only thing I would have changed about our time in Vietnam is I wanted to get to the Mekong Delta And go down there on like a day trip or two day trip from Ho Chi Minh. And we didn't get the time from that just because we were so exhausted from the month of travel we'd just done to get there. Yeah. That we spent an extra couple of days in Ho Chi Minh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I agree. And I found that there is a ferry that you can get on with your motorbike and like go down to the Mekong to try to like break up some of that ride time. Right. So I think the only thing we would have changed different is if we had a little bit more time. Like yeah. if we would have either done a visa run or got the two month visa. Yeah. But I feel like that's when you go anywhere, you're like, oh, I wish I had longer. Exactly. So beach and Mekong were like the only things we literally didn't see.
1: Yeah. But only
0: the one beach. Like we saw the beaches up north and I love Vietnam. I would not go to Vietnam for the beach.
1: No, it's it not. It has
0: a lot more other things that are incredible. The yeah. Beaches beautiful. Yeah. It's not, like, breathtaking. But this is coming from someone, I grew up on the beach in Jersey, so it's not a beautiful beach here by any stretch of the means. I, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going there for the beach. I'm going there for a, a one million other reasons. If you're going
1: to Vietnam, you've got, you should prioritize other things.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: there's a lot more there, too, yeah. than just the beach.
0: Okay, then from Ho Chi Minh, we flew to the Philippines. Philippines. We flew into Manila. And then no. went to Cebu.
1: We went to we, Cebu we first. We flew into Cebu, yeah. Well, we flew to Manila and then quickly changed planes Yeah, to we just, it was d- like, no reason to... We didn't even leave the airport.
0: I've been to Manila. Manila is, a very, there's a lot of poverty in Manila, yeah. like extreme poverty. Like some of the saddest things I've seen. And that doesn't mean like, oh, cut it out because like to guard yourself from seeing sad things. So like, no, go see it. That's some of the reason why you're traveling is... Part of it is seeing just how privileged you are and Mm -hmm. also, you know, give back where you can and what you can. But I digress. You don't have to go to Manila. You don't need to go to Manila. You just skip it, get on the plane and get, get to your next spot.
1: Right. We went to Cebu. We were there for like three or four days. Yeah. We went, we did mobile. We did the canyoneering Mm -hmm. and then we went to Shirgao. To Shirgao
0: which I had Shirgao built up in my brain so high. I've been wanting to go to Shirgao for years. Shirgao was like in the 1970s. There was a bunch of like surfers were going out there and like the waves are incredible and amazing and it's like off the beaten path and it is sure. not easy to get to. It's a lot of flights, a lot of like, it takes a long time to get to. Right, but that's anywhere
1: in the Philippines. Really. Anywhere in the
0: Philippines is going to take you a long time to get there. Now, unfortunately, we got there and we went because we wanted to go but we didn't go at the right time the philippines has rainy season and rainy season in the philippines is full on like downpouring you can't do anything outside because it's just like
1: yeah and it's
0: but the good thing with that is because there's like literally a bajillion islands in the philippines that's an exact number by the way there are one jillion philippine islands and not all of them are rainy season at the same time. So where we messed up is instead of just going, we were like, we want to go here, we want to go there. We should have just looked at-
1: The time of year that we were going- The time of year and, was. And scheduled around that.
0: Which is so silly and 100% my fault because I knew that the Philippines was like this. The last time I went to the Philippines, that's what I did. I, I just went to where the dry season was and not the rainy season. But that meant I skipped Shirgao, And Mm. this time I went, I was like, I'm not skipping Shirgao again. Like I need to go, people get stuck here. Everyone I know that's ever been like loves it. And because of that, I was like, whatever, I don't care if it's rainy season, I'm going.
1: Yeah. But we caught it right at the tail end of the rainy season.
0: Yeah, so there were a few people in our hostel that were saying like, yeah, like up until like last week it rained just all day, day, every single day. So you guys actually came like at a good time. And we de- like the days that were nice, we loved it. We yeah. loved it. Yeah. I just wish there was more nice days. Mm-hmm. But it's okay.
1: Anyways, after we were done with the 2 weeks in Chergaw, we went to Palawan.
0: Yeah, I love Palawan. El Nido? Yeah. That's my place. Best diving.
1: That's really really good diving. So we went to El Nido. We were there for like 2 weeks. 2 ten, weeks in El days. Nidos, yeah. Yeah, in El Nido. And then after El Nido, we went to Borneo.
0: Borneo? So if we would have changed our itinerary in Philippines, I would have made you go up to Singata, which is you get off at Manila and it's like a 10-hour bus ride north from Manila. And that's where you go see Wang Ode and you go and get tattooed. And Ryan doesn't have any tattoos and I was asking him, I was like, do you want to get tattooed? And he was like, no. But I think it would have been your jam. Like, I think you would have been all about it. Like, the adventure in is unparalleled. Like, you're sitting on top of, like, this chipney, Then you have to get in this little, like, tricycle bike. Then you have to, like, find a local guide. Then you, like, stay with a family because in this little village, like, there's no Airbnbs. There's no hotels. There's no right. homestays. Like, you stay with your guide's family. And, like, I literally slept on the floor next to Grandma. Like, it was a fantastic experience. So I would have just made you do it be- and then skipped gal since it was rainy season which is what I did the last time I was there because I guess I ended up being there around the same
1: time time yeah.
0: of year and I would I would have made you do it because you would have loved it and I would have been and that's where they have the hanging coffins
1: yeah what I would have done I would have switched it up I would have done Cebu, skipped Shergal just because of the time of year yeah. and I would have done more in Palawan I would have gone all the way up to Coron, and then I would have done oh
0: yeah Coron. I want to go to Coron and St. Barton or Port Barton. Port, Port Barton, Barton, Barton as
1: well. Is like, it's like what El Nido was like 10, 15 years ago before all the tourists came mm-hmm. in. It's like there's not that many tours. It's beautiful, clear beaches. And I, we should have done that instead of going to Sheargao.
0: But we loved Sheargao and we're happy we went. But, just uh,
1: I'm glad I went to Sheargao. It is one of my favorite places. But the fact is the rain was just downpouring at the time. Yeah. Anyways, after Philippines.
0: We flew to Borneo.
1: Yes, and we did Sabah. And we
0: had two weeks in Borneo.
1: Yeah, Malaysian Borneo in the north. The, it was the northern Saba. province. Sabah. province, yeah. We landed in Kota Kinabalu.
0: Rented a car and but, road tripped. Yes. Oh, it was amazing. That was good. Loved it.
1: We had two weeks there. So we did all the way across um, west to east, all the way to Sepilok. Mm-hmm. We did the orangutan conservatory.
0: Sun bears.
1: Sun bears. Then we went down to the Kinnepatangan River. Mm-hmm. We went out on the river for like three days in a row looking yeah. at wild orangutans out in the wild and seeing all sorts of wildlife. It was really it was incredible. Really cool. It was
0: incredible. We are like have this obsession now with orangutans. We're like, we love orangutans.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I wouldn't change anything about our itinerary there. No, we did it fantastic. And then do, the and, do the road trip in Malaysia. Cool. If you go to Malaysian Borneo, do the road trip. Like rent a car.
1: If anything, I would have added time to. it. Yeah,
0: that's the only because thing I would we, change. We more went,
1: time. We, east to west, and then we went back. Yeah. I would have liked to have gone up to the north a little bit, seen some of the coastline. I would have liked to go and dive at Sipadan with the mm. with the sardine run, and also go out to Turtle Island.
0: Yeah, just Those more time. Those would have been
1: cool, but they're expensive. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah,
0: more time and we yeah. need more monies. Mm. Then from Borneo, we flew to, to
1: ta- um, Thailand, yeah, to Bangkok. Ta- Bangkok. We were there for 10 days. I'd never been to Bangkok before. There's a lot to do in Bangkok.
0: It's a big city. It's a big city. It's a food city. It's an entertainment city. It's a historical city. Right. It's a religious city. It's a spiritual place to be. It has a lot of history. Mm-hmm. Whatever you are into, they have it in Bangkok for you.
1: Yeah. So we spent ten days there.
0: Loved it. Di- Most people don't. Most people spend like three days in Bangkok and they they head out. But we stayed there. We worked. We also got sick. So it was actually nice yeah, that, was, we was that we had a lot of time. Yeah.
1: And then we picked up some like tech stuff that we were missing. Yeah. Or lost or damaged or whatever. Yeah, because
0: we were in a big city, so you yeah. can kind of like refuel and like pick yeah. up anything you need. Because again, big cities have everything. And I love Bangkok. I didn't always, but I do now.
1: No, I like Bangkok. I wouldn't. I might have cut that down by a couple days, but, like, a week, maybe. Mm. Ten days was a a little bit much. It was hot. It was hot. Bangkok's very hot. But because
0: we weren't feeling well, it ended up being good that we had ten days. So then, from Bangkok, we flew to Sumatra.
1: Yes, then we flew to Sumatra. And
0: we rented motorbikes. Again. And we did... Sumatra on motorbike.
1: Yeah, we went up to Bukit Lawang with the... Orangutans. Wild orangutans or like semi-wild that used to be in a... uh,
0: Some of them are wild-born. Some of them were in a rehabilitation. Used
1: to be a rehabilitation center that closed down and now they're like semi-wild is what they call them. Yeah. so we were there, then you got, we went got into the jungle, again. which was one of the best adventures that we've ever done, but then you got very, very I get sick. I got
0: so sick. Like on the, the last
1: day in the jungle.
0: Yeah, one of the most sick I've, sick I've ever been, like ever. And you like, were ever. sick for
1: like a week straight, so we were stuck.
0: Yeah, so we were kind of stuck there, because I was just, just both ends, like yeah. not good, like horrific.
1: So there's not much we could do about that. Yeah. Because we only plan to stay like three days up there. Yeah, we there and, it, a, and I feel
0: like when you're nauseous um, and vomiting... Like, there's really nothing you can do. Like, you no. can't just, like, push through vomiting. No. Um, you can't just be, like, like put on your big girl panties and, like, tough it out. It's like, nope, yeah. you're not moving. You're not doing anything. You're just going to lie there f- until it stops. And, yeah, so we got stuck there for a bit, unfortunately, because sumatra's beautiful and wild
1: mm, yeah and then we went down to baristagi where we climbed the volcano mm-hmm. which was really cool then we went in all the hot springs which are really really nice yeah and then we went down past that big waterfall the biggest one in indonesia yep. sepiso piso i think it was called yes
0: yeah,
1: a piso um that was really Lake cool. toba looking out over lake toba then we went down to we lake we drove toba. around lake toba Went onto the island in the middle of Lake Tahoe. Yeah, but remember we missed there. the
0: ferry? We missed the ferry and it was in nighttime. And so we were supposed to take a ferry and the ferry was going to take us straight over. Unfortunately, we missed the last ferry. So then we had to take like an extra, like, I don't know how many hour ride in the dark to get there.
1: I think the ride to- took us about five and a half to six hours in yeah, total. Yeah,
0: it was not ideal. After
1: we went to the waterfall, which was all done in one day. So we went to the waterfall, and then we had a five and a half hour. It was a three hour ride to the waterfall, then we had a five and a half hour ride to where we were staying that night. Yeah,
0: it was bad. Yeah, it was a lot, too much, too much. It was
1: not a great travel day, but
0: but it was a great adventure. Then we got to
1: tuk tuk in in the middle of the island in Lake oh, Toba, yeah, which yeah. was wonderful, and we wanted to stay there for like ever. It was just relaxed, yeah, we were like we're never out,
0: we're never leaving. Beautiful,
1: like there wasn't that much to do. But it was just the vibes, the chill vibes, the... It was just relaxation. It was was like a retreat.
0: Yeah, we kept saying, we were like, this is where you come to write your book. Yeah. Like, if you have that book that you want to... I feel like everyone has that book in their mind that they want to write. Or maybe that's just me. But that's where you go. Like, it was lazy, but it was beautiful. And you can go swimming in the river or in the lake. And it's Mm. the deepest lake in the world. It's a volcanic lake. Yeah. And it's cool. Then, so from Lake Toba... We,
1: we drove back to Medan we drove and then back flew to back to Bangkok again
0: mm-hmm.
1: for Songkran, which is the famous water festival yeah, yeah. in Thailand. Thai New Year. Thai New Year. Which um, is
0: every year, April 13th to April 15th, and you either do it in... Well, they do it all throughout the country, but the big hot spots for it is Bangkok, Chiang Mai, and Phuket. Yeah. So, like, Ryan's, like, favorite thing. He was so excited. Mm-hmm. We have a bunch of clips on our... Instagram and our TikTok. So if you want to see some of the clips of Ryan doing like just like whiling out with his water gun.
1: Yeah. A lot of fun. I wouldn't change that.
0: No. No, that, that was, was really perfect. was cool. And then from there we flew Then we
1: flew to to,
0: to Bali. Bali yeah. Then we flew to Bali. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. We yeah. were in Canggu for 5 days.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then lamba i really like changu and i then, love
0: changu changu i lived i could in have changu. stayed
1: there for like an extra week honestly changu
0: is super livable it's also very touristy yeah. um it and is the what traffic's it is crazy, the traffic's horrific but the traffic everywhere in indonesia is bad like even when you are in places where you're like i can't like we were in sumatra and we're like i can't believe how bad the traffic is the traffic is just serious in yeah. indo traffic is no joke
1: Mm, no, it's not a joke. It's no a
0: joke. So Changu is amazing. I love it. I've lived there. Um, I'd moved back in a heartbeat. Mm.
1: Uh,
0: it's super touristy though. So yeah. it, you. it's the pros and cons then
1: of everything. Then we went to Lombok. Lombok.
0: Again, lived there. Love it there. My favorite place in the world is Lombok. Hands down.
1: Yeah. And we were there in Lombok for like two weeks yeah. in Kuta.
0: In Kuta, Lombok. So
1: we went out surfing like a couple times. We mm. went to all the beaches. We did the waterfalls. It was really cool. I really enjoyed it. I wouldn't change that. No. keep that. Just more time. Like, yeah, more
0: time yeah. is the only thing. And then we hopped on my favorite excursion. The boat. You take a boat through the Komodo Islands. Right. You stop see the Komodo Dragons, and then you end in Flores.
1: Yes. Where, where I like busted
0: a, my chin open this a time.
1: A four-day excursion where yeah. you're sleeping on the boat, eating like on the boat. Like, on everything, deck. On, it's, yeah.
0: It's exciting. I like it.
1: And it's like usually a big group and it's mm-hmm. really, really fun. And it's
0: everyone becomes really good friends. So yeah. Even if you were to go on this boat by yourself, everyone there is making friends. It's usually like a lot of young people. You can get a private room or you can sleep on deck. I just sleep on deck. I say, I've done it twice now, just sleep on deck to be quite honest, yeah. like sleep on deck. Uh, it really like gets you integrated with everyone and you make really good friends. They have like a party on the boat. You yeah. go snorkeling every day. You jump off and go like swimming. We swam with whale sharks on the boat, which is, it's a little, mm. we didn't, we love swimming with whale sharks. Um, but it was, it was just like the way it was done was a little in. I yeah. don't know.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but overall you see the Komodo dragons, which is like an incredible mm. experience overall great excursion definitely a little bit of a splurge, but like worth it. Then we get to Flores and I've gone to Flores before and it's beautiful and you can like rent the motorbike. There's a lot of hikes. You can get right when you get like out of the main port city, it's wild. You can go into like, like a thousand year old village and Mm. like all this stuff. When we were there,
1: the ASEAN conference was on, the
0: ASEAN conference was on, which meant the entire Island was, booked, was out. booked out. So we could not find an accommodation anywhere.
1: Anywhere. We could not find one.
0: We could not get one. There wasn't one to get. Luckily we made friends in the boat. And one of the people we made friends with the boat had booked a room and there was like bunk beds in the room. Yeah. And we were like, no freaking way. So we, we got so lucky. We got so lucky. Mm-hmm. So we bunked with him. Thank you Roger for being our hero. and uh, And that worked out.
1: But, but we, we originally planned on exploring Flores a little bit yeah. for like three to four days, going out into some of the more remote villages and stuff. But because of the conference, we were like, we have to get out of we town. We have to get There's out. Nowhere There's to stay. N- we have to just book a flight out. So we changed our flights and booked to go back to Bali yeah. that next morning.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, because I wanted to stay and explore. Right. I guess we just have to go back. It's fine. <laughs> so then we went back to Bali.
1: Yes, and we went to Ubud this time.
0: Oh yes, and we explored Ubud. I love Ubud so much. Yeah. it's touristy, but it's vi- because of the way that Ubud's laid out, and like there's jungles surrounding it, mm-hmm. and it's easier to not to be close to everything, but not be like right in the center of the touristy. Yeah. So it's easier just because of the way it's set out. It's more of like a sprawled city. Yeah. So you can stay just outside of it in the jungles and kind of get like. This vibe that you're right in the middle of the jungle and then in like three minutes on your scooter
1: you're in the middle of ubud.
0: you're in the middle of ubud so yeah. you have like all the restaurants you have the um it's a spiritual city so it's super spiritual if you're looking for like a place to go and like rejuvenate yourself and do yoga and sound baths and like
1: the water temple the, the like water Epre temple and yeah like that. you
0: have your eat pray love moment yeah in Ubud, it's beautiful. You can be as touristy or as off the beaten path as you want. There we did, we went to Sidemen, which- That's right.
1: And we made- And we made rings. Our rings, of jewelry. Oh yeah, I
0: have mine right here actually. Yeah. I made this snake.
1: Yeah, and I made this A ring. A pinky ring. pinky ring. Um, yeah. That was really cool. Was Sidemen's
0: really cool. really cool. So the northeast part of the island of Bali is beautiful. Oh. And it's not, that like, touristy that touristy. Bali, everyone thinks of Canggu. Canggu, yeah. Luatu, Ubud. But the moment you get out of those big hub areas of the island of Bali, there's, like, it's it's
1: beautiful. And it's quiet. And it's
0: quiet. And you get yeah. more of the culture, and you get, you know, more of...
1: You get more ingra- off- integration with the locals, too.
0: Yeah, more integration with the people that live Cengu, there. Because
1: Canggu, everyone is from somewhere else, pretty much.
0: Yeah. everyone everyone's from somewhere it's a it's a city Mm -hmm. so whenever you're in a city that's kind of what it is but the island of bali is really pretty just get out of the main hubs even though the main hubs they're worth stopping it there's a reason why everyone goes
1: Mm -hmm. that's for sure
0: so then we were in ubud and we did bali for a little bit longer then from bali we flew we
1: took a flight back to ho chi minh overnight stayed in ho chi minh for a layover and then Yeah, it was flew just a 6-hour six,
0: six layover and then flew into Osaka. Into
1: Osaka, Japan. Yeah.
0: And then we were in Osaka for over a month. Oh, not no, in Osaka, no, we were in Japan. In Japan for
1: over a month. We were in Osaka for two I think weeks. It was like no. Yeah. 10, ten days. Yeah, yeah. It it's was like just, two weeks. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we were in Osaka for two weeks, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then we did Osaka. We did we explored Japan.
1: Yeah. So we did Osaka, Kyoto, Nara, and then Hakone, and then Tokyo. Yeah. So we did a month full. Two we, week- did
0: ju- we did more than a month. Yeah, we did, we, it, we did we did more, than more than a month. We
1: had two weeks in Tokyo. We had like three days in Hakone, uh, almost a week in Kyoto, which one of those days we took out to go to Nara. Mm-hmm. And then we had just, just under two weeks in Osaka. Yeah. All of that was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, the think- only thing
0: for Japan, more time.
1: More time, yeah, more because time. like Tokyo, two weeks in Tokyo, you you need more time. It's that big. There's so yeah. much going on, and
0: most people don't go nearly as for as long as we did. And most people don't spend two weeks in like, yeah, the big places, and we did, and we were yeah super privileged and lucky.
1: After that, we flew home. We
0: flew back. We flew through San Francisco, and we did a couple of days in San Fran because I had airline miles, so we flew back to San mm-hmm. Fran. And then we got like free flights from san francisco san Fran, back, to new, back to new jersey
1: yeah so your dream itinerary
0: yeah you ready for this yeah okay so my dream itinerary for southeast asia because like i could have a, i have a dream itinerary for like everywhere in the world and the more places i go the more place i wanted i want to go but i digress so southeast asia this trip could be done in one big trip Or you could break it out into little trips. I don't think you could do my dream trip in less than a year. But you could spread it out and do it for like 10 years. So this is my plan. You fly in to Hanoi, right? Buy a motorbike. Buy it. Do not rent it. Buy it. Make sure you get all the papers. Ride it down to Ho Chi Minh, do the Mekong, whatever, all that area. Then you go over into Cambodia. Then you go north of Cambodia. So you're snaking right through Southeast Asia right now. You're going north into Laos. Then you're going to go west into Northern Thai Thailand. And then you're going to start riding south through Thailand. You're going to get down to Bangkok and then you're going to go towards like the islands. There's ferries and stuff. And I know that there's a ferry somewhere that you can go with your motorbike from Thailand to Malaysia. You're gonna get on that ferry. I don't know what it's called. I don't know where the port is, but I know it exists. I know it does. You're gonna get into Malaysia. You're gonna go all the way down Malaysia to Singapore. Like, and then you're gonna get into Singapore. Now, once you're in Singapore, there is a ferry that goes from Singapore to Medan. It's like not even a long ferry. So you get on, you get your bike on, and you go into Sumatra, to medan and sumatra then you're going to motorbike all of sumatra once you're in indonesia there are like big car ferry slash bike ferries that go between a lot of the like the bigger islands you're going to ride through so you're going to go to like java you're going to go all the way across you're going to ride across bali you're going to ride across lumbuk then you're going to get you're going to ride all the way to flores you're going to end it in flores But you're going to have to go back to Bali or something like that because you're not going to be able to sell your bike in Flores unless, this is my other thought, so if you were doing this for, like, a while, I think you could do this trip in a year. To be honest, I think you could do it in 10 months. But to, like, really, like, enjoy it, you could do it for, like, a year or longer. Right. Once you're in Flores, I would say, because now you start getting into these, like, super remote villages, you spend some time in some of these remote villages, and then you give your bike... To whatever homestay or remote village right. you so ended your trip have, in, yeah, and you just you just because give it to
1: them. To be honest, yeah, it's probably not worth getting bringing your bike all the way back to Bali. Anyway, by the end of that year, it's probably. Yeah, it's like, it's been. You already you're only paying like four hundred bucks for the bike in the first place. Yeah. After a year of driving it around.
0: Yeah, it's been
1: road. It's
0: it's been road.
1: You're not going to get that much money so for many it in Bali. You're like, you know.
0: No, you're not. But but if you wanted to resell it, it would probably be better to go someplace like that just because there's yeah. more people coming in. Of course. To sell it to, but I'd say stay in the small villages and then just give it. To someone in the village, and be like, "Hey, like I'm, I don't have any use for this anymore."
1: Right. And it's gonna because be, it's a Vietnamese registered bike. Yeah, thing. and it's so. gonna be
0: looking rough. So just yeah. just let someone have it. But now my other my other thing is, if you were in Laos, right, you keep going north. See if you can ride through China. Once you ride through China, you ride into Mongolia. You do a little bit of Mongolia. You trade your bike, and you get a horse. <laughs> This is like a much like wilder one, right? So this is like, now we're in Asia. So you trade the bike at some point in Mongolia or you sell the bike at some point in Mongolia and then you get yourself a horse and a guide. Right. And then you do Mongolia on horseback and you finish Mongolian horseback. If you now need to get back into civilization, from Mongolia, the cheapest place to fly into is either Seoul, Korea or Japan. So you fly to Seoul and then from Seoul you fly to Japan and then you Japan and then you fly back to wherever you are coming from. That crew
1: exponentially as you're talking about it even yeah i feel like that whole mongolian like episode was... i
0: went into left field okay <laughs> i have dreams about mongolia on okay. horseback and like and mongolia have you ever listened to mongolia throat metal
1: no i haven't
0: oh it's good
1: but now it's my time to talk
0: i'm sorry i got excited <laughs> <laughs> i'm planning trips so, i'm excited
1: yeah my my itinerary i'm flying straight to borneo not straight, but like I have to go to Hanoi, uh, not Hanoi, uh, one of the hubs first. So like Bangkok,
0: Kuala Lumpur, somewhere Singapore, to get
1: in. You're yeah. flying
0: into one of the cheaper places to fly One of the cheaper one places, the cheaper fly places and then get
1: to Borneo. Borneo. I would spend a month in Wait, Borneo. Wait, where
0: Borneo? Like Malaysian Borneo or Indo-Borneo?
1: I would start in Malaysian Borneo. Okay. I would probably spend more than a month because you can do a visa run between Malaysian Borneo and Indonesian in Borneo. Yeah, but
0: you get 90 days in Malaysia I with your that. Irish passport, not 30 days. You get 90 days. Uh-huh.
1: So then that's good.
0: Yeah, so you might be fine.
1: Yeah. I'd do Saba, I would do the North, do the diving in Seppalog no, the diving in Sipadan and Turtle Island. I would head down into an Indonesian Borneo, which is more remote and harder to get around. So you want to be renting a scooter. Um and then I would go I would take the flight to that the Bat Caves oh, in the middle of nowhere yeah. where there's like no way in or out without taking you a flight. You
0: have to fly.
1: Go to Brunei. And then, from there, I would go to the Philippines. Like, pretty much the reverse of what we did. Yeah. Palawan. Do Port Barton. Do El Nido. Caron. I love El Nido. And Coron. Do some wreck diving there. And then, head to Sheargao, if the timing was right. Mm. And spend the two weeks in Sheargao. After that, I think I would fly to Bali do some of the more remote parts of the island because Mm. I feel like I hit the big hot spots and I didn't see all that the island had to offer Yeah. in terms of like the more remote things. Head on over to Lombok and then do the Komodo Island tour. That, I don't think you should miss that. You should have no excuse to miss that one. You do it again. I would do it again. But this time I would spend more time in Flores, probably another two weeks in Flores at the end, exploring the whole island as much as I could in that time. After Flores, I would fly to Thailand, and I would do all of Thailand, because yeah. I only got to see Bangkok. Yeah. And then yeah,
0: You got to do Thailand.
1: Uh, yeah. Bang, uh, Thailand is probably more the more traveled country in Southeast Asia oh, for yeah. backpacks. Backpackers, it's probably the most traveled, and there's probably a reason for that. So I want to... I would like to see more of Thailand, and that's that's my dream. I, well, from from Thailand, then I'll go up to Vietnam and do it backwards. Do Ho Chi Minh all the way up to Hanoi and Ha Giang, mm. and then stop up. We near. could
0: integrate our plans.
1: There's a lot of like Southeast Asia. It's big area, but like there's it's not that big. There's a, like because it's all like islands and small peninsulas and things like that. You're crossing paths all the time. Yeah. Like you go out backpacking for six months, you run into people that over are also over backpacking yeah. over and over and over and over again. It's not like there's only so many like ways to get from one place to another.
0: Well, so I think a lot of people that are backpacking they go to the same spots. Like there's hotspots yeah, and like hot everyone spots. ends up in the same spot. So like if you're doing Thailand, like most people are gonna do Bangkok, and then if they go north, they're gonna do like Chiang Mai, Chiang Rai, Pai. Yeah, they're gonna do those main hotspots, and then if they go south, they're gonna go to like Phuket. They're going to go to like Koh Samui. They're going to go and, you know, they're going to go to those main spots that everyone goes to, to do the the backpacker Thailand things. So like if you, and then, and then a lot of people go to Cambodia. Then from Cambodia, people go to Vietnam or if they go.
1: Or Laos.
0: Yeah. Or if they go North and you're with people that you make friends with in Chiang Mai, well, there is a riverboat that you can take from Chiang Mai or Chiang Rai, I forget. Into Lao, so you get on this like long boat in like this river and you like go up the river for like two days. It's really fun. I also recommend that I did it into Laos. And then from Lao you go and you go into Vietnam. And so like you run into these people because it's like the circuit. It's like yeah. the circuit of Southeast Asia.
1: Yeah. But oh, I wanna go back. I wanna go back too.
0: It was only six months, it wasn't nearly long enough.
1: <sighs> yeah. <laughs>
0: That is it on this week's episode of the Rangeless Travel Podcast. If you want more, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, here on YouTube. Uh, if unless you're listening to us on Spotify, everywhere we are Rangeless underscore.
1: And that's it. I think we'll see you next week.
0: And we will see you next week. Bye.